Welcome to the Simple Church Podcast. We'd like to thank you for taking a few moments out of your day to listen to what God is doing here in Reynoldsburg, Ohio. We hope today's message will be encouraging and uplifting to you. To learn more about Simple Church, maybe you'd like to be our guest for a service, please visit our website at www.simplechurchohio.com. There you'll find more information about us, location, service times, and even online giving opportunities. And now, here's today's message. I'm just going to let you know, we've only got half of the, of the team up here because we can't fit 24 people up on stage. Uh, you're going to be hearing stories of, of, from these 13 people as to what happened down in Honduras. And then second service, you might as well just stick around because there's going to be a whole new group of people up here um, sharing similar but probably different stories as to how God was working in and through them. Um, but, but first, but first we're just gonna, I'm going to ask some questions, and I'm going to challenge you to step up if you are uh, saying yes to one of these questions. So if you uh, sponsor a kid from One Child Matters, go ahead and stand up. St- and stay standing up. You guys don't have to stand up. We, you guys all count. Okay, so stand up if you either financially or prayerfully supported these people up here on this trip. Excellent. Stand up if you were one of the people that wrote letters to some of these people on this trip. You can stay, if, still stay standing up. If you, if you said yes to any of them, still stay standing up. If, uh, if, if you participate in any way by sending gifts down to the kids, if, there is, if, there is, if you participate in this trip in any form or fashion, prayer, financially, giving, uh, showing, up showing up at the airport at 12 o'clock in the morning, <laughs> being goofball idiots, go ahead and stand up. Okay, as you're standing, I want you to look around. Everybody, look around at, at, at this. So the people that are sitting, this is not a, a knock on you still sitting. I want you to know there are opportunities for you to, to serve and participate in this mission trip. This is the mission team. This is part of the mission team. This is the rest of the mission team. Yeah. Go ahead and have a seat. But know that, know that. Understand that the stories that you're hearing up here uh, happen because of you that your participation allowed them to go down there and do what God had them do, that you played your part. You, you served your role, and, and not everybody has to go. We need senders. We need supporters. And, uh, and next year, you're going to have the opportunity to be senders, supporters, or goers. Um, again, or for the first time, if you haven't had, had that opportunity prior. Okay, so this morning what's going to happen is we're going we're gonna to ask questions of the team. Um, they know some of the questions, they don't know some of the questions, and they're going to share the stories. We've got a, a very short period of time here to hear these stories. There are more than they're able to share. So my encouragement to you is that after service and over the next com- com- couple of weeks, that, that you reach out to them and get more of the stories. They want to share it. They've got stuff inside them that God was doing that, that they want to tell somebody, and you might be the person that needs to hear it you might be the person that they need to tell it to. So, so uh, keep that in mind as you're walking away from, listening today, walking away from today, and, and walking through the next couple of weeks. Uh, so I'm going to hand it over to Amy, and she's going to share a little bit about what the trip is all about. Speech! Speech! fantastic year that I can't even describe how many answered prayers. Uh, So much favor, so much grace, all the many things that could go wrong on a team this size with the logistics that we had, with the unrest going on in Honduras. You guys who prayed, I mean, you brought it for us, and God answered every single one. So I just, I thank you. 
Um, and, and I wanted to say, hi, kiddos. I'm glad you're here. When I was about your age, people used to come and talk about missions at my church, and it planted a seed. God planted a seed in my heart when I, in my heart when I was your age. And, and, and all you grown-ups, I've taken 70-somethings on their first mission trip. So as you're hearing these stories and you might hear God's tug to take the next step, maybe sponsor a kid or maybe you're the next goer, um, it can be done. So listen closely, okay, and be dead center in God's will because that's the only place to be. Um, so we went through One Child Matters again. We went to take Goosey Galpa. This time we did two Hope Center visits. Woo! We've just spilled over into two centers that we can serve, and, uh, and honestly, they serve us too. Um, and as you might recall, that the kiddos go to the Hope Centers, they get warm meals, they go to the, the Hope Center on the half day they're not in school, or on our new Hope Center for a really, really long day on Saturdays, they cram it all in. Uh, but they get warm meals, they get tutoring to help them do well in school so that they have a better chance at opportunity when they grow up. They get medical care, and then most importantly, they get to meet Jesus. And uh, one of the obligations of these Hope Centers is that a certain percentage of the kids come from families that aren't churchgoers, that don't know Jesus, they learn about Jesus, and then they take Jesus home. And that's how they start changing communities. So, yeah. <laughs> And I want those of you to know that those who sponsor a kid, there's a few extra bucks in there, and there's actually a second child that gets to benefit those things when you, those ways when you sponsor. So, um, but I want to take a minute to recognize this team, this team of rock stars. Um, you know, when you're on a mission trip, there are parts that are great and so fun, and there are tasks that you just cannot wait to do, and then there are the parts that are uncomfortable and the exhaustion and the. Um, the task that you just would really prefer somebody else did. <laughs> but these guys rose to the task and were absolutely the shiny. And I just wanted to thank you for your obedience, your courage, um, your attitudes during all of these times. And, uh, and I just want you to know that, that we do, we rose to the task and we're the shiny in Honduras the way Simple Church does everything. Yes. Number one. <laughs> <laughs> Award-winning mission team right here. <laughs> okay, just a quick over, overview of what we did. <clears throat> we did several sessions of VBS, so we had people on this team planning weeks in advance on how to um, teach these kiddos and, and help them uh, go closer to Jesus step by step. We, um, we had a work team, a rock and work team that sanded and sealed 50 wooden desks that painted the rooms for the kids <laughs> so that, that today when they're there, they get to see the mark that this team left for them, a brighter environment, a happier environment. We had playtime with the kids, field days where we went and you saw the giant bubbles and you saw the T-Rex and, and it's just all about hugging and loving and, and playing with these kids that very seldom get to go to pretty places to play and very seldom get so much attention and feel so valuable. Um, we had lots of times of sharing. We had great times of worship with the staff at the centers, with the parents. We had folks teaching CPR and first aid and how to take care of your body through stretching and wellness. And um, we had fantastic testimonies shared and brilliant response from that. We had um, Misty teaching her rock painting, which is a brilliant way to introduce art to people that just doesn't cost that much money because, hey, rocks are everywhere. And while she teaches, she shares what God has done in her life through rocks. So amazing. <laughs> uh, so anyway, it was an amazing trip. We saw God moving in us. 
We saw God moving in each other. We saw God moving in Honduras. And I just want to make sure that you know that everything that's shared on here, that it belongs on this stage, it belongs to you too, all those that, who contributed in one way or another. Okay? Excellent. So, so now we're going to go into some questions. The first one I want to ask so that people can see is, raise your hand if you are, were a first-time mission goer. Wow. So you got most of the newbies here first service. So the, the first-timers, what, what were some things that had you the most anxious? So you're walking into the unknown, going into a third-world country. Um, what, what, had you, what had you the most anxious? What were you scared of going down there? Um, just the language barrier. Language barrier? Yeah, and it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be, really. Um, I thought it was going to be a lot worse. Now, there were times I wish I spoke more Spanish when I was down there, but for the most part, we had great translators. Um, and just when you're with kids, you can kind of make up your own little language, I guess. So it just kind of worked out. <laughs> I was really afraid of getting sick, and I may or may not have taken a pair of Depends just in case. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, just saying. It happened. How did I not know? <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> Carrie? Yeah, I worried about the same thing, just the language barrier, and wishing the same, that I had studied some more Spanish. And what God showed me on the first day was that hugs and eye contact are a universal language, yep. and you don't need a translator. And that, it was grace in the moment to just move through that and just hug as many people as you could. Mine was a little bit shallower. I was really afraid of bugs um, <laughs> in a different country, and Jesus answered that prayer completely. I promise you I didn't see a single mosquito there. I had a single one. There was one cucaracha, but it was outside where they live. That was it. Uh, for me, I'm one of the palest people you will ever meet. Hello. Uh, so I was terrified that I was going to get sunburned and be miserable the whole trip. Um, There's one day that we were doing a field day, and I was like, this is, this is the end. <laughs> and um, there was a great shelter. The, this, there was overcast. It was great. So no sunburn. So, so tell us about what it was like uh, going into the Hope Center. It, so you went to number 14 first? So, so for newbies and, and people that have been there before, so, so what is that experience like walking into the Hope Center and, and having the kids see you or you see the kids for the first time on that trip? I was blown away by how many kids just instantly recognized their sponsors. You know, just, you know, you have one picture, maybe two pictures, not a whole lot. Um, but as soon as you went in, them kids, they just ran right to their sponsors, knew exactly who they were. And it was just this moment, like, it, it's somebody you haven't seen in 10 years. And you just, all this love in the room was unreal. Overwhelming. Overwhelming. Overwhelming, agreed. <laughs> So when does the overwhelming disappear? So is so is so was there a, a gap between showing up and and uh, what was that what was that transition like? So so day one it's overwhelming. What about on day two when you got to see the same kids because you saw the same kids two days in a row? Mm -hmm. Did you get to see them two days in a row? What was that second day like? It's still overwhelming. It's still overwhelming. <laughs> like right now. <laughs> uh, the second day we said goodbye to all the kids, so that was also overwhelming. <laughs> So, so what? So what can you explain for that connection? So, so a connection to happen within minutes to to hours. 
Um, can you speak to that connection with that? I can talk on that for yeah. a second. Um, so we have been sponsoring um, uh, an 11-year-old girl there for like almost a year when we went down, and we have totally dropped the ball on writing letters, like maybe sent a couple, and I felt like it was just going to be awkward the whole time because we didn't really know her. Um, but And I like was a, afraid I wasn't going to recognize her. So we, we, when we met her the first time, Elliot recognized her because he's my better half. Um, <laughs> and I called her name, and she like sprinted to me and just gave me a hug. And she didn't talk to me because she's been at the center for a while, and she knows when the missionary comes that we're all stupid and we can't speak their language. <laughs> um, but I speak a little bit of Spanish, so I like tried to talk to her a little bit. And um, by the end of the next day, I'm going to cry thinking about it because it is. It's really overwhelming. <laughs> I'm, if I cry, it's because this light, so I'm just letting y'all know ahead of time. Yeah. Whoever's cutting uh, onions out there, if you could just stop. Thanks. Um, we, none of us cried at all on the trip, so that's I, another I thing. I cried at the opening video. So. <laughs> Did you saw me? Okay. Anyway, my point is uh, the, the relationship that's built in just the few hours that you know your kid face-to-face -face is incredible. And I think it's because, um, just partially because of how much giving through sponsorship impacts their life. Excellent. So, so let's, let's go in a slightly di different direction. So, so there was sharing how the relationship between you and your kid like, grew to something really, really fast. So how about within the team? So we've got, we've got 13 people up here. I'm going to assume that not all 13 of you have, have uh, strong relationships with each other prior. Um, what changed there? Can you, can you share some stories about how relationships changed with this group of people? I learned that people hide things from me, like depends. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have to use them, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the... Penultimate day that we were there, we all got in a circle and shared what the main thing that we learned was. Um, and this is sort of what I shared about the uh, kind of what I learned about the other people in the group, and especially the first time people. So I have, I, I guess, approximately 12 stories to tell, but I'll keep it to one. <laughs> My wife is freaking out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, so my story will be about Chuck. Um, Chuck is just a real quiet guy, not someone who, you know, I've known uh, the Smiths ever since I started coming here, so five years ago. And so, you know, I've interacted with, with Chuck, or I've been around Chuck, but really haven't talked to him much. He's a real quiet guy. Um, he has a disability, so I was impressed that he showed up in Honduras in the first place. Uh, didn't complain a single time about anything that I'm aware of. Like, literally, I never heard him complain about anything. Uh, slept on the bus somehow, I think, better than anyone else did. <laughs> Still impressed and jealous about that. And the first day we were there, I just happened to, he was doing VBS with the youngest group of kids. And I happened to walk by the room and I looked in there and I just saw the biggest smile on his face that I've ever seen. Uh, if you watch the video that they played carefully, you can go back and, and find that. I actually noticed it on there, so a little treasure hunt for y'all. Uh, totally worth it. And just getting to know Chuck on this trip was definitely one of the highlights for me. Excellent. Thank you. Was that short enough? Yes. Well done. <laughs> Anybody else? 
stories of relationship change on here. Elliot. Um, so we're going to try my best to not cry because this has been a problem when talking about this sort of stuff. So um, going into the mission trip, one of the things that I felt most called was um, obviously there's always an amount of doing when you're on a trip. Um, but in my conversations and just like praying about it and thinking about it, uh, I just felt called to just watch. Um, that was why I was going. And I got a chance to watch everybody um, sit back. You know, on work team, we had a lot of chances to, to see people come and help, um, see people on work team do a lot of great things. Um, and then uh, this is where it gets fun. Um, I got the chance to just watch my wife uh, be just this beacon of love and joy uh, and just like full of Jesus. And it was the most, uh, tr I truly would say it's probably the most life-changing thing that's ever occurred in my life. Um, just like the, <laughs> the amount of just like grace that was pouring through her in a bunch of different moments, um, which I'm sure we, we might get to. Uh, but uh, that was without a doubt the best part for me was just getting a chance to sit back and watch and grow relationship without even talking, just seeing what Jesus can do through people. And Lainey says, ditto. I would say go on a mission trip with your significant other. <laughs> go on with your spouse. Or your kids, yeah. There's something that happens to a group of people when they are really on mission, living out the, you know, being the hands and feet of Jesus side by side, sitting on a hot bus getting soaked with each other's sweat. <laughs> you get to know people. You get to see them at their silliest. You get to see them when they're hurting. And you get to see their hearts as they're serving. And it changes your relationship. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so, so the, the key things that they went down there for was that their, their projects were doing VBS and then doing the sanding and the work. But there was also opportunities for uh, testimonies because I heard some cool stories about Woodlands sharing a testimony. Would you care to share? <laughs> sure. Um, so part of the uh, project, the second project we went to, which was the first time, by the way, we had to say bye to kids twice, two different centers, which it just kills you. But... Um, in the midst of the second project, we got to, um, I got to share my testimony. And not that I haven't shared my testimony before, and, and, and it's amazing, but you never know the impact that you're going to have in someone else's life before you actually tell the story. So um, I was able to tell my testimony, and a guy there was able to say yes to Jesus, and Aaron and Pastor at the second project was able to pray them and then the entire church was which is amazing in itself because that's really what it what it comes down to is bringing as many people to Jesus as much as possible in the midst of that um, re regardless of how impactful that is what these kids and how they impact you in return is um, is much more but uh, it, it was just it was very powerful in order to to tell my story but it's it's just powerful in what you get in return because of it so and now the rest of the story. Yeah. So, so the rest of the story is that, that you know, Jason sharing his story was, was amazing. And, uh, and, and, and here's the thing. You know, we, you know that we're a church on mission, not just that we're going, but that we're, we exist to reach people far from God. Like, that's why we're here. Our, those that serve on the dream team here, they understand, and we will celebrate even one person that says yes to Jesus. And we would orchestrate an entire Sunday, an entire week of programming, whatever it is we need to do to reach one person. And 
you know, we, we went to, to Honduras to do vacation Bible school for kids, you know, to give the teachers and the centers a break and to, to be a blessing to the kids and, 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 and to have fun with them. But, but really, ultimately, we're, we're looking for an opportunity to share Jesus with somebody who doesn't know. And so for, for Jason to share his story and this guy to respond in that way, I, I went up to the, the, the leaders of the church that was in the center there, and I said, who is that guy that said yes? And they said, well, he is a father of four daughters. He has brought them here faithfully for years. He's never missed a single Saturday. That's the day of their programming. Two of his daughters have aged out, so, so they're no longer in the programming. They've been there for a long time is the point. And they've been sowing seeds into his life and watering those seeds. And if God needed to send a whole team of people from Reynoldsburg, Ohio, down to Honduras for one man to say yes, because he hadn't said yes. He'd never gone to their church. He's not part of their community. But that day, he said yes. And I think that's what it's all about. And I think we need to give God glory in this moment. I just want to add one other thing about partnering in that one who said yes. Kyle had a letter writer on this trip, and I don't know who that person was that wrote her encouraging letters that were delivered to her each day when we were on the mission field. And her letter that day talked about her letter writer um, uh, thinking about the one and leaving the 99. And it's just, it's amazing how God works to pull so many people together to make a difference for that one that he's seeking. So I'm going to ask some more questions about the letter writers, but I want to get to something a little bit more serious. What's the deal with the pinata story? So first of all, I would like to give props to my amazing uh, model, who you've seen in the video, uh, the Little Mermaid, Aaron Eller. Um, he taught he taught VBS with me on on the last day at the last center. And uh, one of the things we did with the kids is we did a race to put on the, the armor of God. And uh, they had to, to take turns. And it, we, we usually did boys against girls this time. I think we just divided the room in half. And um, they, uh, they had to race to wrap Aaron up. And, uh, and after they wrapped them all up in foil, the one kid looked at him and told him he, he looks like a pinata. My kid. Proceeded to, proceeded to poke his belly and ask him if it was full of candy, and then ran out of the room saying he was looking for a stick. <laughs> I, I about started crying. I was laughing so hard, but uh, he was a good sport about it. Uh, he did not have any candy, unfortunately, but there, he did not get hit with a stick either. So I was, I was fortunate enough to be in the Honduras team group me thread in the process and got to see some of the pictures that got posted up. And uh, would anybody care to speak to Honduras double extra larges? Yes. Is that a, yes. Tr is that a truth? Yes, no, it's not. <laughs> As a guy who wears more than an extra large, how many X's are not your business? <laughs> I was given a large T-shirt and just like a lot of people were, and instead of getting getting the right size, they, they uh, drew the, with a pen uh, the number of X's that I needed to complete my <laughs> T-shirt size. So basically, I got a large. And uh, Eric tried it on, though. There's pictures of that somewhere. So It, it wasn't a miraculous growth of shirts. 
All right, so, so as far as the letters, you guys might not uh, know, but each of these uh, people were matched up with somebody from the congregation, that, that one person of the congregation was matched up with one person on the mission team. And not only did they write them letters of prayer and encouragement for that trip, but they were also praying for them before, during, and after. They were, they were a significant prayer partner. I'm not sure how much they knew how, what, what planning went ahead uh, prior as far as the prayers that were going up be- beforehand, but know this, people were praying for you specifically for, for a good month, month and a half before you guys actually left. Does anybody have any stories that they can share about the, the letters, the impact of the letters? The, were, they, were they good? Were they bad? Were mine good? Mine were good, right? Yeah, great. Uh, so Tim was my letter writer. <laughs> and uh, I've had a close relationship with Tim for a long time, so at first I was really excited about it. Uh, and at I'm, first. I'm kidding. At I was first? it was no, it was great. It was great. I'll be serious. Uh, the letters from Tim were amazing. They gave me a little fresh breath of life every day. And I would try to intentionally you know, he would tease me and make fun of me and stuff. They were all uh, romantic cards that he picked out from, like, the romantic <laughs> section, which I actually... So so some of them, like, said some really nice things in them, and it meant a lot to me because I've always looked up to Tim. And then uh, his daughter tells me one day that it was all a joke, and I got to be honest, I was kind of sad. I was really... <laughs> I'm being dead serious. That's all. <laughs> this is totally true. I felt true. bad when I heard that he was sad. It's like, oh, tell him it was for real. Tell him I want to hold his hand. Oh. Well, none of them said that. That'd be I weird. I think one of them did. Oh, okay. I didn't read them that well. <laughs> um, but, but they say, you know, there was the typical Tim stuff where he makes fun of me. He said one day he would like... He prayed for that there would be legendary awkwardness, I think was, oh, the, yeah, yeah. was the term, yeah. you know, <laughs> that people would remember for, for years to come. Pretty sure that prayer was, was fulfilled, yeah. Um, but there was also a lot of great stuff in there, just, you know, hey, I'm praying for you. Here's what I'm hoping for you today. Um, here's some advice, you know, and I would intentionally try to keep that stuff with me. It was really nice just to, it, it was like, you know, Tim, was, Tim wasn't there, but he kind of was. Um, and so that, that meant a lot to me. So, I love you, Tim. I love you too, Daniel. Can anyone else beat that with their letter stories? My letters were pretty awesome too. I had Jason Laporte write my letters, and each one contained a headshot of Jason, like right in the title. (laughs) Right upon opening up, this uh, nice mugshot of Jason, it was beautiful. Um, But yeah, kind of like what Daniel said, they. All of his were funny to start with, but then like it spoke it spoke good word too. It just um, so I opened them, I laughed, and it's so it's fun on the mission trip. But there's times when you are exhausted too because we're nonstop, we're going, 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 and so sometimes just getting that little bit of funny, it's just kind of makes your day. It makes you feel connected back home still too, and that um, that other people are so invested in the trip as well. And it just it, it meant a lot to me to get Jason's letters. And there's a secret message in the bottom, and I'm not going to tell you what it said. <laughs> Anyone else want to share on letters? Because some of your letters, letter writers might be out here hearing. I'm going to share. Um, mine's a lot more serious, but what I would speak to is how much I appreciated the level of prayer and the level of sharing in my letter. Um, some of the things that I had posted on Facebook months before, my letter writer referenced and followed that up with prayer. 
And on the very first day, I'll be transparent and share, I was feeling so anxious. Um, as a human being, I tend to be structured. I love a schedule. And man, God, God got a hold of me <laughs> when we were there. And when I went downstairs and was handed my first letter, I went somewhere private and read it. And I couldn't finish it at that time because she opened with, I know your heart is anxious. And I knew that God was using that message to speak to me. And later at the center when we had lunch that first day, I reread it or read the rest of it. And it really spoke to everything I had been praying about that morning, which was just let me release any thoughts of what today is going to be like. And I'm like trembling. Can you see that? <laughs> Hold my hand. <laughs> <laughs> In all seriousness, just that was a beautiful moment um, of growth, and it just took anxiety away. And I also know, and I'm speaking to Rachel, who wrote my letters, and I want to call out Daniel, too, because God placed my anxiety on Daniel's heart that morning at the center. And before the kids arrived, he hugged me, and he asked me if I wanted to share how anxious I was feeling. And I guess I just want to share praise and um, appreciativeness. Very cool. My, my hope is that, that uh, if, if you wrote letters, I'm going to assume that they're probably going to interact with you as, as their letter writers and prayer partners. But, uh, but, but you got to understand the, the impact that that can have, that if you have the opportunity to be a, a letter writer prayer partner for, for any of the, the, the team members, the impact that it has for them while they're on the ground is, is significant, that, that you probably will never fully understand unless you go and, and get one of those letters. That uh, I'm grateful for everybody that wrote letters and, 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 uh, and the impact that it's had. So one of the other things that, that, that the team goes down there with is stuff. So, so everybody here had stuff for their kids, but, every, <laughs> but everybody here also brought stuff for your kids as well. Um, are, there, are there stories that you can share about uh, the gift giving? What was the, the gift giving process like? What was the response? What was their response? What was your response? What, 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 share a story about that. Okay, I guess I'm going first. Um, <clears throat> so, and I'm going to try not to get emotional. Um, one of the coolest things about going on a mission um, and meeting and loving on these kids is it just humbles you completely. Um, things that we have that you would never even think of that they don't have. Um, one of the coolest moments of my trip was... <clears throat> I have an eight-year-old sponsored child, Natalie, and I was giving her her gifts, and, you know, most of the stuff I got her was just toys and school stuff, and um, I got her some, like, just normal, like, beauty products, like nail polish, hairbrushes, stuff like that, and she's opening her gifts, and she pulls out a hairbrush, and she... <laughs> She looks at their translator and she says, Necesito. Um, and the translator looked at me and she said, she really needed that. She didn't have one. And it's just so moving to know that there was something that cost me nothing to give her that really just changed, changed normal day life for her. So all of your gifts, they really truly matter. Um, your letters, your sponsorship, it really matters. Anybody want to follow that with their gifts to their kids? It's hard to follow it, but I, I like my story that, that I had too. So um, I gave my girl her gifts. To, to, in order to give it to her, they had to pull me out of the VBS that I was teaching. And thanks to my awesome team for finishing up that day. Um, but we went right kind of out in the hallway. It's a small center. You don't really have a lot of places to kind of 
to tuck away. And uh, she loved every gift I gave her. And, and she thanked me and said it was the best day of her life. But then I noticed she, she didn't seem as happy. And I was a little confused. Um, and come to find out in talking to the translator, she was, she was more concerned with the other kids that were there that could see her getting gifts that maybe didn't get gifts. And, and she kind of felt bad because she didn't want to get something that everybody wasn't getting. And it really just, it, it opened my heart up, you know, like, wow, you know, uh, to have nothing to get so much and then still just to care about other people. Um, it, it was just, it was amazing to see. And, and we have other stories of the same thing of where, you know, they have nothing and they're, and they're giving it away. Perspectives are different, aren't they? Perspectives are different. Um. I just want to say thanks to everyone who sent any sort of gifts. Shan and I were in charge of packing. We literally used every piece of luggage that we could. So each of us had a personal item, a carry-on, one check bag, and 15 of us had a second check bag, and we were pushing it at the airport. We actually had one extra item, but they let us slide with it. But, like, we're talking packed to the max. Each one was, like, pretty much at their max, like, 50 pounds for the check one. So much stuff. Our room was just suitcase on suitcase on suitcase, all this stuff. And like I said, that's just beyond like the gifts for the kids, like the field day stuff. And then kind of like Kara was saying, where it seems like just a hairbrush, like the little stuff means a lot to those kids. Like the bubbles, like the Nestor's kids, Barbara with the bubbles, like just blown bubbles. She had little bubble hands and was going after Eric with it. Like that means a lot. Soccer balls were a big hit. All the books, like there were kids, I think it was at six with Kyle, like a girl came up and was like reading books the whole time when we had to do our makeshift little kids men thing and they're super excited because like they don't have like books just like that and then the kids like if you sent books they love those because again they don't have like libraries and books to take home or even books at the center candy they love the candy and they would just take like I had this huge bag of candy like thousand pieces of candy and kids would take one piece out and I'd be like you can have more and they would just take one I'm like no grab like handful <laughs> candy and they were just super excited on all of things that we would consider little items so just thanks for everything pencils notebooks toys all of it okay so we're sitting about five seven minutes left for for till the end of service before aaron's going to share so so uh you prepped to go down on this mission trip you spent a week in in honduras serving and working and loving on on the people that are there and then you came home uh i'm going to assume that you enjoyed the the welcome home <laughs> at the airport so if you have if the welcome home from the airport is is insane. I think we had more people there to welcome them home than actually than actually went. <laughs> and watching everybody else come off the plane and and Ron saying, Welcome home, welcome back, welcome home to everybody, not just the mission team, that a whole bunch of people <laughs> thought we were freaks. I'll I'll speak uh, to that. They caused such a stir at the bottom of the escalator in baggage claim. <laughs> that people at the top and all the way down through security on the other side of the gates, we could hear them <laughs> blowing horns and yelling and screaming. And everybody's faces as they walk down this corridor to these stairs, it's past midnight. They're exhausted. <laughs> and there is a bunch of nutbags at the bottom of the stairs. Yes, and they, they are were. confused. And it was amazing. But one of the TSA agents come over and said, because I was standing there shaking everybody's hand and high-fiving them as they went down to greet their, get their welcome home. And, and they came over and said, what in the world is going on? I said, that's just our church. <laughs> that's just our church. Our, I, she said, where do you go to church? I said, Simple Church. Simple Church in Reynoldsburg. Come on over and join us sometimes. So, man, it just, uh, just amazes me what, 
what happens when we all just love one another. And uh, yeah, so this award, just, just I, I'm going to go off script here because I can. I got the microphone. And, um, and, Shut uh, him off when you need she, to, Chris. She's, yeah, she's La Jefa in, in Honduras. I'm El, El, Jef, El Jefe here. So that's, uh, but this, this, this award uh, was given from, our, uh, from Gabby, which if you're watching Gabby and to all of our people in Honduras, hello. You guys say hi to them all. Um, this, this award was for being the craziest mission trippers out there, and it's because we come from the craziest church ever, and uh, we love you guys, so, yeah. So you come back from Honduras, you get all the crazy, the, the crazy welcome at 12 in the morning on, on uh, Monday morning, technically Monday morning, and then you go to bed, and you wake up Monday morning. What's this week been like? Has, it, has the transition back been, been easy? What are, the, what are some of the challenges with the transition back? I'll talk. Uh, I'll go. No, I'll let Jason talk. He doesn't it. talk often. <laughs> give it to Jason. No, um, so it, I had to work Monday morning, which is, and um, I think Amy did too, and we were just talking about like how crazy it's going to be trying to get, you know, start daily routine back. Because um, it's, it's a long week to process. It's a long, it, you know, it's... I grew up in a household where we, we hold back our tears as much as possible and, you know, just try to be manly as possible. And I just, that's what I was trying to do the entire trip. And I, 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 I did it almost, but there's a lot of times I was like, everyone just like, oh, okay. And <laughs> <laughs> all of the kids, all of the kids love Jason. Every single, all of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I, I'm just trying to hold back. And then, and then you just hit, get hit back with daily routine. And it's, 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 it's the entire trip is overwhelming and then you just get there and then like I'm sitting trying to get the Monday morning meeting going and I'm just like man is this you know look where I just was and look where I am now and not that daily daily routine is awesome I, I live by it but it's just it, it it was it was a jump to get back into a, my normal routine when look what we just did and and look what we accomplished and how can I do more you know and and but you know, and you always can. It doesn't. It doesn't matter if it's in Honduras. It's it's wherever you're at, and it's just it's how how this trip changes your life. So, anyone else care to speak to that? What's this week been like? Yeah. So um, we were all warned coming back that the that this week might be tough um, because you know for a lot of the reasons Jason said, and we're also we're surrounded by our friends constantly for a week, and then you're not. Um, and I'm one who's prone to depression. But having said all that, this week was actually pretty great. And it was, as we were coming home, I realized something. I realized that, uh, you know, the people on this, the people on the trip were awesome. And you guys were awesome. But the reason the trip was awesome was because God is awesome. And the same God who made that week awesome can make every week awesome. And that's what I realized coming home. So I was like, okay. <laughs> Let's just have an awesome week. Uh, and Dude, you should write that down somewhere. That was awesome. <laughs> Friend me on Facebook. <laughs> nah. um, and, and, and part of what helped, too, with that week, or, or with the, the last week, is I'm pretty sure that we hung out with missionaries every day of the week. Um, yeah, so that also was a huge help. Just every single time we saw the Ellers, we saw the Rinkies, we saw the Nesters, we saw the Longs, maybe other people, we saw Kara. Um, and uh, every single time I saw one of them, I mean, it was just like another little bundle of love that I just loved 
setting my eyes on so much. So that was just the, you know, the bond that we formed uh, while we were in Honduras carried over. Excellent. So I got, I got one last question for you. Who's going back next year? Oh, well done. Excellent. Thank you. So again, the stories that you heard this morning are not it. This is not the extent of the stories that, that uh, they got more. They got more, and, and they are wanting and willing to share them. Uh, a- after service, they'll probably be up here somewhere. But if you see anybody up here and you want, and you want to ask them something, share, them, share how this has impacted you. Let them know that, that this mission trip is not just a week long. It's, it, it's continuing on. The, the, the impact and influence that God is using here is, is going to continue on. You get to be a part of that. So I would encourage you to, to, to connect with them and, and hear more of their stories. They're ready to share them. So, Aaron? So each one of these guys, the, the, the reason they had the experience they, that they experienced this, this past week and even sharing with you today and all, all that, 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 uh, that they experienced before they went, God's faithfulness, his provision all began with one step, and that one step was, was a step of faith. And, uh, and I just want to encourage you today. I, I understand you didn't get to go on the trip, but, but there's a faith journey for you every day of your life. There, there's a faith journey that, that you can be on, that, that if you're just open to it, that I promise you the Holy Spirit will give you small opportunities, maybe even big opportunities, as long as you'll take those small ones. I promise you those big ones will come. That to, to, to live a life of faith, a life where, where, man, you're putting yourself out there. You don't know what the day is going to hold. You don't know what the conversation is going to hold. You may not even speak their language. And you watch how God creates a bond and makes a difference in someone else's life. He, here's the thing. God's language and God's power and his ability transcends anything you are able to do anyway. So quit stressing about yourself. There's a faith journey for you to be on. Some of you, you need to start that faith journey today, and I'll give you an opportunity to do that in a moment. But, but, but that, 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 and that faith journey begins with just saying, Jesus, I, I, I don't know how to live right. I don't know how to do this on my own, but I trust that you'll lead me. I trust that, that you love me. And, and so, so, so you can take a step towards him. Others of you, you can say yes in, in, in like, hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to uh, get baptized. I'm going to go through growth track. I'm going to join a dream team. I'm going to join, join a, 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 any of the efforts or the work that we're doing. Or even, even if God puts something in your heart to start something, to, to start an outreach, to start a business, to, to an idea that he's put in your heart, a dream that he's given you. All of these things are part of your faith journey. You want to share stories? You want, to, you want to talk about God's faithfulness and his provision? You want to have stories like these guys do? It requires you. It requires a yes. That's it. That's it. So I'm going to take this moment right now because I'm kind of feeling led to. Let's bow our heads. There are those of you in this room. This service was for you. The testimonies we're sharing today of God's love for those in Honduras is for you. Because he wants you to know that he loves all of us. He loves those kids in Honduras. He loves their parents. He loves those communities. He loves them so much that he provided for 24 people to be able to go on a trip to share his love for them. And let me tell you something. He did even more than that for you because he sent his son, Jesus, who lived a perfect and sinless life to surrender and give his life for you so that your sins could be forgiven, so that you could be restored in relationship with God. You'd have eternity in heaven, but a full and fulfilled 
faith journey life here on this earth. And so listen, if that's you today and you're like, Aaron, I've known Jesus, but I've walked far away. Or maybe you've never, ever had a relationship with him before. Your faith journey begins with a prayer, with saying, Jesus, I need you. And so I'm going to give you the words to this prayer. And if you're here today and you say, Aaron, I want to pray that prayer. I, I want to begin my faith journey. I'm not going to be perfect, but I'm going to make progress. I I'm going to follow Jesus. And we'll help you do that. If you're ready to do that today, would you just slip your hand up and say, Aaron, that's me. Today I'm going to make a decision. Today I'm going to begin my faith journey. Today I'm going to say yes to following Jesus. If it's you, slip your hand up right now. Nobody's looking around. All right, church, let's pray all these words together out loud. Nobody prays alone. If you're sitting at home and you're watching this broadcast or you're listening, listening through a podcast, you can join us too and God will meet you where you're at. Say, Jesus, I need you. Come into my life. Forgive me of my sins and make me brand new. Show me how to live for you. And I'll spend every day doing that. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Now, if you prayed that prayer, all of heaven is having a party for you. Come on, church. Let's celebrate with those who said yes to Jesus today. Now, real quick, there's a couple other things you need to know. I know we've been talking about sponsorships today, and while today is not a sponsorship Sunday, per se, we get a lot of questions after these kind of services about sponsoring a child. We have a table in the back of the room where you can stop by, ask some questions. We have a few profiles. In fact, uh, what, what is our number, Kyle? Is it, is it seven? How many kids do we have? We have a total of nine kids. I called One Child Matters this week, and I said, hey, can we get some more kids? I'd like to have about 20 available. And they said, nope, there's only nine available. That's it total. The rest of them, we have to add them to the program, and that takes 10 weeks to do. And so just know that if we get all nine of these sponsored, that'll be all that's available, period, total, at those centers. And uh, I would love to just make sure that that happens. So for $39 a month, you can do that, all right? That, that can be a faith journey for you. I don't know how I'm going to do it, Aaron. I don't know either, but God will provide. I promise if you'll take that step of faith. Um, so, so you can do that in the back of the room today. Um, things you need to know about, these are all on our website, by the way. Vacation Bible School is coming up for our kids, July 22nd through 26th. Register now for that. Uh, the the uh, students, the SC students, have a laser tag event on the 25th. That's for uh, grade 6th uh, through 12th. Parents are welcome to join. Uh, and then there are baby dedications on the 28th. Did I say the date right? I got the date right. Yeah. It's for laser tag. It's right, 25th. Okay, baby dedications on the 28th. All that is on our website. Please click on those links and register if you want to participate uh, in Vacation Bible School, laser tag, or baby dedications. Amen, everybody? All right, let me, let me pray for us. We'll dismiss. If you brought an offering with you to give today, you can give uh, in the give box in the back of the room or through these digital meth uh, methods on the screen. Uh, and uh, use offering envelopes in front of you if you need them. But let me pray for that. We'll dismiss. And, and after I dismiss, know that these missionaries would love to share stories with you. In fact, if you even have a prayer request, I guarantee you they'd all be willing to pray with you as well. Uh, and so, so come up and talk to them. Take somebody to lunch. Take, ask them more stories about what's gone on in their lives. Uh, Father, thank you so much for your faithfulness in getting us to Honduras, bringing us back. Lord, no sicknesses, no injuries, Lord. Just, just so much blessing and so many stories to share. God, we're so thankful for that. Now, Lord, we pray over this offering as we receive it. We pray that you, you would bless it. Help us reach more people with every dollar 
uh, and it's in Jesus' name we pray. And everybody said?